This is the Marketing Intern Spotlight, where we are committed to unlock how every marketing intern has an innate ability to be an entrepreneur, motivator, and influencer. Let's uh, let's introduce our guest. This is kind of this is a new thing for us. I'm like, are you nervous right now, Andrew? I'm excited. Okay, good. Scott, welcome. Thank you. How you doing? Good. Happy to be here. Absolutely. So Scott Ballard, a little background about him. He is from Skyline Specs, the CEO and founder of Skyline Specs. That's right. Um, we've been sponsoring them for, let's see, has it been about five months now? Five, six months, probably since like April, I think is when I hit you up. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. been a good run. And we've enjoyed the process. So thanks for joining us, Scott. Yeah, thank you so much. I say we get started with t- talking about how you started Skyline Specs. Definitely. But before we do that, I forgot. Oh, got to ask. Don't get ahead of yourself. Question. I can't get ahead of myself. Favorite <laughs> question is what's your average quality? Average quality, um I would say definitely kind of directionally challenged um and just driving in general. You know, I've got some trouble just finding where I'm going. Um I was telling Declan I was parallel parking out here and that wasn't the prettiest, the prettiest thing in the world, so that would have to be my average quality. <laughs> so is that why when you texted me um, you know, 10 minutes to when you were supposed to arrive, you're like, yeah, be there in 10. You know, I wasn't worried. You know, I had confidence in my, my man, Scotty Skylines. Yeah. But then, uh, you know, 15, 20, 20 minutes later, I was like getting kind of nervous. So that'd be the... That the, would explain okay. it, yeah. Makes sense. Mm, I think I'm directionally challenged as well. I don't think that's my average quality. I think that's my very below average quality. I, um, every road trip, every time I go anywhere, actually, it's one wrong turn, guaranteed. So you and I are in the same boat. I'm probably below you. You're average, Declan. Where would you say you're at? I'm so average, Andrew. I'm pretty we, below average. Listen to this, Scott. So Andrew and I have been away over like a Friday to Sunday for the last three weeks. So like either I've been out of town or Andrew's been out of town, and so we're both picking each other up from the airport because you know got to pick up your podcast or your co-host got to be there for him. You know, so people don't see that often, but it's crazy, dude. And with the construction, I don't think we've taken the same route. Once. Minnesota construction is an absolute B word. I hate it. And we just never can get it right. We, we've taken three different routes, right, Andrew? And we've gotten it wrong every single time. It takes 15 minutes to get from here to the airport. It's taken us an hour every single time. And you're traveling from St. Um, St. Paul area? Um, actually, Indigo and Bloomington. So, okay. Yeah. So you're south. So you're closer yeah. to the airport. Yeah. Because really, I have really been seeing that you've been minutes. traveling to different states to promote Skyline Specs recently. Oh, a little bit, yeah. Okay, yeah. And I mean, I guess you're kind of maneuvering away from the tra- uh, the construction. Is that? Correct? I'm trying. You know, I'm kind of a type it into the GPS, plug it in, and go. Like, there's very little thought to it, but you know, yeah. I'm doing my best with it. I hope the computer figures itself out, but sometimes yeah. it just forgets that there's construction or doesn't calculate it, and uh, then I just get screwed. But let's get to this skyline specs, Scotty Scott Ballard. How did you start Skyline Specs? Please tell our marketing interns. All right, so. Skyline Specs um, basically started an intro entrepreneurship class. Um, I'm actually an entrepreneurship major. So what we had to do, this is called the Lemonade Stand Competition. Basically, you have two classes, teams of around two to three. Um, Whitney Elander, Maddie Doinink were on my team. What we had to do is come up with like a business concept, pitch it, just like go out there, sell, push it, um, and then come back at the end of the class, kind of talk about how we did. But I kind of saw a trend of... Minnesota clothing becoming a big thing and not not as many people kind of touching Minneapolis. So kind of had this idea of how can I mix um, Minneapolis, people's pride with the cities, Twin Cities into like a unique product that people aren't really doing right now. I wanted wooden sunglasses for Christmas. The two ideas just kind of mashed together. 
Um, that's kind of how Skyline Specs got started. That's so. phenomenal. And then the idea of the skylines going wooden engraved, mm-hmm. did that just snowball effect within the wooden p- portion? Yeah, so um, kind of fit with our message, too, about kind of being, like, rooted in your community where you're from. Kind of goes back to the whole uh, wood products type of thing. But at the beginning, they definitely aren't how they were now. So first pair, I had, like, some wooden pair of sunglasses I got on Amazon, and I drew Minneapolis with a pencil. And our plan was, like, we're going to wood burn these ourselves. So... I've, I think I have a picture on my Instagram or something of, like, the old wood-burning pen. I'm, like, sitting at my desk up in my room, like, I think I have some other project due, you know, just grinding away with the wood pen. It looks pretty <laughs> terrible. So, you know, um, once we got our process down, we ended up working with an engraving shop to do them back then. It looked a lot better than what I did for the first sample. Um, that's kind of how we got a little bit on the right track to where we are now. What's crazy about that class too, and it's one semester, right? Yep. Okay, so you have one semester to create that. What's nuts about your idea is it seems kind of like this really big mountain at first. Like, how am I going to get engraved sunglasses, like wooden sunglasses? Like, to me, as an engineer thinking about that, like, I have an idea of how I'd do it, but, you know, as an entrepreneur, just thinking of manifesting this idea, it's awesome to hear that you just trace it out with a pencil and like literally engraved it yourself. So where are you at now in terms of like manufacturing? How do you, how do you engrave these sunglasses? Um, so some of them we work with a local engraving shop. Mainly, um, we have a manufacturer that takes our designs. So we didn't invent like the Wayfair style or like, you know, the Ray-Ban look, but we kind of have our own tweak on it. Um, they're engraving our different designs that we send them. So it's kind of how it evolved from there. Um, to, I guess, going back to what you said about just kind of, like, messing around. How are we going to make this happen? Like, we have this idea. Definitely spent, like, a ton of time, like, researching, seeing if other people were doing it. Couldn't really find anyone. So I think it's kind of interesting just to take an idea. And, like, you already have the point where you know you need to get to. But then I think what's good about the class is it just kind of, like, pushes you into that time frame of, okay, we're presenting this to alumni of our program in three weeks and, like, no, a month or something, and we don't have sales yet. Like, we are still, like, trying to make our product work. So, like, we didn't know if it was going to work while we were um, trying to push it out to the class and stuff, too. So mm-hmm. so let's take us at that point right then and there. So you present it to the alumni, and then the class is over. Mm-hmm. But then you realize something is still there, and you want to take this further. Yep. Um, your two people that you did the project with disband from Skyline Specs, and you take it full on by yourself? Yep, so they they both had other things going on over the summer. They had internships, and, you know, it was kind of, um, I mean, it was really us working together, but kind of my original idea, and I was, like, really into it, and I think they were into it for the course of the class, but not necessarily something they wanted to do long-term. So, yep, I kind of took it into the summer. Um, I, I don't know if there's a decision, like, I'm going to keep going, because I... I was pretty gung-ho about selling as much as possible during the class. We were trying to break, like, the single-semester sales record, which, unfortunately, unfortunately, we didn't get, but we got really close. Was it um, Love Your Mountain? No, uh, it was, I think, what is it, Minnesota Oxbox or something like that. It's basically, like, um, just grouping of Minnesota products. Okay. So... Yeah. Um, you didn't break the record. No, but I, I bought a ton of inventory. So, you know, I didn't really have a choice. I had to keep, I had to keep selling what I had. And then yep. I, 
you know, I love doing it. So I just kept rolling with it. But awesome. That's awesome. Like what is your biggest takeaway from like selling? Because I think Andrew and I are in the business of entrepreneurship and we're somewhat in the business of selling, but like we're not salesmen. You're, no, we really just put our thing on a platform and hopefully it works. We say take yeah. it or leave it. Yeah, we're not really looking for buyers. We're looking for listeners by promoting our stuff on Instagram and stuff. But yeah. Again, yeah. How? What's the biggest quality about like your sales? How do you push sales out? How do you convince you know this podcast listener right now? I got it. I got it. Use the mouse, dude. <laughs> I got it. Stay with your breath. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, do you want me to re-ask the question? Um, sure. As a sales guy yourself... You know, we're not really sales guys, like I'd mentioned, but what is it about sales? Like, how do you convince the marketing intern listening right now to buy a pair of your specs? Yeah, so I, I would say with that, I don't know if I'm necessarily a salesperson either. I think of myself more as like marketing, but I think as far as when I'm selling people what works is definitely just like being honest as far as where we're coming from with the story, you know? We're always like, this is kind of pushing our classes too. is like, start with why, like, why are you doing this? And like, why is it important? And then, you know, they can, they can see what, I mean, that's more obvious, but pushing like why we're connecting people to community, um, pushing this just connection to these local businesses that we're collaborating with, like that message, people respond to that. And I think they remember that more than just, um, you know, we have these wooden sunglasses that Minneapolis and you should be interested in them type of thing. But mm-hmm. I'd say like pushing why and then also just following up. So, I mean, that's one thing I think I've done a pretty good job with is, you know, if I don't get a response, I'll circle back. Um, not taking the first no for an answer, you know. I think definitely something that helped with my sales skills was we did a six-month lease at MOA. So during that time, it's like, it's a hard place to sell people flying by the kiosk. Mm-hmm. First, they might not even stop. You have to get them to stop. Then you have to make like a compelling enough pitch that they're interested. You know, there's they've got other places they're already heading to. They haven't heard of your brand before. So I think that's what really helped the most with my sales skills is just being thrown into that environment. And I think it's a good way to learn more about your customer too. So. You got to... A really crazy story about being at the kiosk, right? Like those were not necessarily the dog days, but you were you were grinding out there, right? Yeah, we were. We were, we were definitely hustling at the kiosk. Um, I don't know which story. I'm, so, I'm talking about like how just com- different kiosks would just be dropping out left and right, and you guys oh, were yeah. like always still there, or just random crap that would happen at MOA all the time. Like you guys had to deal with like so much random crap. Yeah, I remember you always t- tell me like, dude, I got to tell you about this story to MOA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean MOA. It's a crazy place in general. There's a lot of like... A in, lot going on. Yeah, a ton going on. A lot of interesting people uh, just flying by. Um, a lot of really random questions, I would say, more than anything. Um, I, don't, I don't know if I can think of some off the top of my head, but just like really unrelated questions. And also going back to like the directionally challenged thing, a lot of asking for directions and me just kind of pointing people in the wrong direction. So, Oh, they're um, asking like for like, yeah. where is this store? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I think the directory kiosk is that way, so. <laughs> I figured out over there. Yeah. Well, you have been able to figure out Skyline Specs. I mean, just following you on social media and through Declan, um, he's kind of keeping me in the loop of where your progression is headed. That's, it's just very cool. I'm, Thank you. I'm um, very impressed, and I'm super stoked that we've been able to 
uh, be a sponsor um, or carry you as a sponsor on our show for five months, and I'm looking forward to the future. But oh, yeah. one thing that you did mention was you're always being persistent, trying to figure out what's next, and you're not. You're just throwing yourself in there. Um, how have you been able to handle those situations? Uh, at, like, what is it innate in you that you're able to, you know, continue to move forward with Skyline Specs in these high-stress, pressure-kind of situations? Um, I would say it's more just, uh, like, continually trying to think of new ideas. I mean, you guys are doing that as well, just with, like, adding this segment to your podcast, um, reaching out to these different guests. I think on your last one, I'm not sure, I think Declan said something about... Um, Kind of like if the, you're shooting for this guest, like finding a path to them. I thought that was really interesting. So mm-hmm. um, I think it's kind of that idea of like knowing where you want to go and not being set on like a particular path, but being able to adapt and kind of change your way as things are uh, evolving and as your company's changing along the way too. Yeah, and I think it also just goes back to that why. You know, as long as you have that why, you can go in any kind of direction you want. Not directionally as a company or a product, but more so um, you'll be able to find those right people. Like for us, we have an idea of what kind of people we want to get on this podcast because we know what would reinforce our why. You know what you need to do to get uh, Skyline Specs in the hands of Minnesota Wild players or Andrew Wiggins or something like that. I think it's really cool how... You know, once you have that defined, how important, how vital that is, because, I mean, you've taken Skyline Specs probably further than you ever thought, right? I mean, what was a big surprise with Skyline Specs that you were just like, wow, I didn't know I had this? Um, I would say maybe the surprise is just like, like kind of what I said, the direction that we've gone to get to where we're at. So I don't, I think it's kind of just as you're like, I mean, you're learning as you're going, so at first, like, right when we started, I was just kind of like, oh, this is a cool product. Like, people are just going to come buy it, you know. Like, that's, I mean, word of mouth completely carried us through the class project. And then once the summer hit, it was kind of like, oh, like, people aren't just texting me like, hey, I saw your shades. I want to buy a pair. Like, you have to kind of change what you're doing to reach more people. So, um, yeah, I, I think when early on I saw it as maybe being, like, e-commerce in the future, which we've definitely gotten further into, but I guess I didn't see us being as involved in like local events. And I think I like underestimated exactly how much work is involved just to have people know you even like exist, let alone purchase your products. So I'm sure you guys know the whole, uh, grind with that too. So, Oh yeah. It's a difficult one, but it's a fun one for sure. It's insane. Like we, we talked off air a while ago about you know, what we're, we'll always check in with each other every once in a while, but just like the grind of interacting with people on social media is just so out of control sometimes when you look at it. It's like every single day I have a conversation on Instagram or we, Andrew, probably with like four or five different people. Andrew had a day off. What was that? Like Tuesday or something? Mm-hmm. How many, like we scheduled our entire like August in yeah, one day. One day. We sent out a ton of emails and Joss was like, I have free time. I'm going to go full blown into it. And Declan's like, dude, he's getting after it. I'm going to send some emails out. And then like, we just fed off each other. And then boom, at the end of the day, we're like every single week is scheduled, both marketing intern spotlight and the podcast interview. It was like, let's go. Let's go. We were Sorry. stoked. <laughs> I think it's funny too. Some of the like messages and stuff you'll get yes. on Instagram are just like pretty interesting. Sometimes hilarious. So <laughs> who do you normally like talk? Who's in your DMS nowadays? Like if we were to pull up your DMS right now, who, um, who would we see? 
You know, I I typically will. So I'm kind of like just with our product segmenting based on like I'll do a saved list of people who I think would be good influencers to reach out in Minneapolis, like Chicago. Um, so, I mean, just your typical Instagram people from those places. You sure. Know? I don't know. What about Maybe you? a better question would be who's an influencer that you know right now that not a lot of people know and you're like, this guy's going to make a big one day because of like his why, why what he does. And you can't yeah. say us. <laughs> you could. If you you like. could I, mean, you could, but. I mean, definitely. The, I, I can't say the back pocket. I've got to think on this for a while. That's okay. Um, yeah. Um, I got a different question. Sideball. Sideball. Yeah. Um, yeah, curveball. Curveball. <laughs> hey, sideball works too. Sidekick? No. Something Cur- like that. Curveball. <laughs> but this question is kind of like uh, new products and new things that you're bringing out there. So you have these skylines. Um, you do the boxes engraved as well that you can keep. Uh, your glasses inside those. Mm-hmm. What other variations do you have as, um, on the website? Um, so we have mainly our uh, Wayfair style, which is the style you guys are wearing. Um, mm. We have that in like Chicago and LA, Sacramento, you know, like I think we have 13 cities now. So kind of a challenge is uh, stocking all the different cities and all the styles. How do you come up with the next city to put on there? Is it kind of like uh, test the market? and figured out through like a like a test group uh but i was curious how's that process work yeah so originally like very little research just you know gut feeling like the city seems pretty cool let's put it on some shades but uh (laughs) i mean that makes sense (laughs) as things went along i mean now we've i don't know I'll, i'll look at like google trends you can look into who is searching for wooden sunglasses by city so no way you can do that yep luckily we've gotten like we we did pretty well with our guessing. So Chicago's up there, New York's up there, LA's up there. Um, you can look at like, I mean, I've I've tried to get more into the whole Facebook um, analytics and things like that. So you can also search like people who are interested in sunglasses in Minneapolis. Like, what pages are they liking on Facebook? So just get a getting a better sense of like who to target, um, what product to offer them, but. Some Before super that, intense market research is I mean, what it sounds like. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but better than the original, just kind of random. Just so. yeah. <laughs> what I also like, too, and what we have on right now, actually, are the uh, putting your company logo on mm-hmm. there. And uh, we, I know we talk about it all the time. We, I can read, recite Skyline spec ads that we've done every oh, single yeah. week. But I think the wholesale idea is such a great idea, and it's it just really shows the authenticity of your sunglass because – it doesn't matter if you're wearing like what you have, the Minneapolis skyline or Andrew's Chicago, but if you wore like back pocket, like it, that's a product we could probably sell on our website and get a lot of purchases just because the look of it is so phenomenal. Yeah. I got to say too, you guys do a pretty unbelievable job, uh, plug in the shades, um, too, with just, uh, as far as like doing custom stuff for companies, that's definitely something we're trying to push more. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I do love these sunglasses. Like, the first time I put them on, I was like, I don't need another pair of sunglasses. <laughs> and I have, like, the That's amber, awesome. like, tint ones. So you guys wearing the black ones. I have, like, the amber. Is that, we, is that the color? Yeah, I tried to switch it up a little. It's, yep. Yep. I, I, the, seeing the world in this, I have no had sunglasses <laughs> in, that, in that tint, and I'm like, I'm all for it now. Every single thing I want to do is have these on, and then it's just like, my world is in, oh, yeah. in an Instagram filter, and I'm like, this is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> and the bright tent's nice for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like we just had those pic- Davis, one of the one of our content creators was taking pictures of us at the X Games. And we had these glass sunglasses on. I I guarantee you, we just looked 
significantly better because we had the skyline <laughs> specs on like just a great pro- cross promotional <laughs> opportunity it. but i think that's people are cross promoting all the time and i think you're really on the forefront of that would you agree um i try to be yeah one thing i was gonna say too is i definitely appreciate the ad reads because i'm so bad at sending you guys like what you should be saying you guys yeah. kind of nail it just like writing it off the top so yeah that's what we've been trying to do more <laughs> with almost all of our ads because like what people send us is great and we kind of use it as more notes of like this is what they want us to talk about but now we have to make it super conversational because what you're writing is perfect for like sparking ideas and how to phrase it but that's not the way we talk and you don't know how we talk so like hearing okay this is what he wants now we got to turn it into a fashion of how i want to say it so then we just keep notes right in front of us and we start reading and then if we just take it on a tangent we see (laughs) it's funny i love it i think it's it's a great way to to practice advertising for sure because yep. you know companies can come to us and be like oh well, these guys actually know how to do ad reads you know yeah and it's just a blast is there anything you uh need us to promote right now um for future me, podcasts for, for future ad reads yeah i don't know um i guess i guess i like when you guys plug the instagram that's kind of like our main form of communication so mm-hmm. yeah what do you think about like giveaways because they're everywhere we do everyone's a lot of them. yeah <laughs> Is are they really that beneficial that you just keep going back to the well? Um, for me, I I like them a lot because instead of being, I think on a lot of social media, people are like very weary of being like pushed on being sold to all the time, which I think a lot of companies are doing. So I like that I'm able to like give the audience something as opposed to you know buy this, like do this. That we have this new like product go, you know, that idea. So they've been good for me, definitely. Um, I think def- it it has just really helped us grow our account and just get awareness in general. So I'm not really I I don't know if it's a huge like sales driver, but it's a awareness driver. So we we have on our website like a form you can fill out after you purchase, just saying like where you heard of us from. And I would say sixty percent is Instagram. So the other ones are usually word of mouth, but I think they're a good thing, but I think it's kind of more specific to our product where it works well to do them. So yeah, making it accessible is huge and just showing people like, yo, this is a product that is quality and affordable. I think you're doing a great job with the giveaways. Um, One thing I also want to add is um, every like market or every industry has like an industry leader. Um, I don't know if there's necessarily one in the like wooden glass sunglasses department wouldn't engrave sunglasses department but is there someone that you kind of see as kind of like a hey i want to be them one day or um more like i'm using them as kind of like a platform to kickstart some ideas is there someone like that right now um i guess some of the big ones are like it's there's one called schwood there's one county wood um then woody's I don't know if necessarily we're like all very creative yeah, names, very <laughs> great wooden sunglass names, but I don't know if we're necessarily trying to like are those competitors. So I would say that they are and they aren't in the fact that we're, I would say we're more about the city and that connection than someone who is like very into wooden, you know, into sunglasses in themselves. So I think someone who isn't necessarily like this huge sunglasses person who wants a hundred plus dollar pair, which a lot of them price at that range is going to be competing between their um, model and ours. I think 
the the city is what's going to draw people in and then the fact that they're a good pair of sunglasses is kind of a bonus and then like the whole connection in the story is an added piece so i don't know i see maybe us in the future becoming more of a like platform to share our why our main product are the shades with the cities but maybe we're doing other apparel um as well so maybe doing like some minneapolis shirt designs we're doing them for different cities to like kind of supplement our whole message and just selling the shades in general so i think that's really cool too and you just kind of sparked my interest on this is you know if it's oakley sunglasses you're buying it because of the oakley brand whereas for skyline specs one person may be buying it because it represents minneapolis another person would be buying it because it's la it's all based on them and what they represent as opposed to a brand and what they represent. Mm -hmm. So I think that's such a cool, like, other side of the, or, like, just a whole different perspective to look at it and a whole different perspective to sell as well. So I I love it, and I think you can even reinforce, like, your own brand now. You can kind of use that as leverage and and really you, like, if you started T-shirts, you would, yeah, you would have the LA Skyline. You'd have all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. But I bet you would have some pretty decent sales if it was just, like, the Skyline specs and the rooted underneath. Yeah, something, and something like, like that. that. Definitely. Did you ever think of like doing watches? Um, we so we have Minnesota watches. Um, mm. We don't necessarily have like a skyline design, but it's something that I think goes really well with the shades. It's kind of as far as like stocking and stuff. Like I hold all our inventory, and you know wherever I happen to be living at the time. Like last year, my dorm is just filled with shades and stuff. So I mean, it, it makes sense just as far as like stocking and shipping stuff out it's easy so i can see us um getting more designs in the watches um i'd say the apparel is maybe farther out but yeah that makes a lot of sense cool. you guys do like socks now too right mm-hmm. where did that idea come out because that's kind of out of the out of the blue um so kind of that was just kind of our maybe our experiment with apparel in general so we have minneapolis on them uh, we worked with local photographers to create them uh they did pretty well i think we definitely sold more at the mall and during the holidays we sold a lot so i think it was just kind of trying to see if people would still be able to see our whole connection to like you know we're we're like the why of connecting to your community in your city i think people got that message people weren't like oh why are there sunglasses at this or i mean uh socks at this sunglasses kiosk so um yeah i don't know just trying new products and seeing kind of what sticks but you know so now we're getting into the podcast. So rather, I want to talk about how you've been on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> Going, starting on the podcast. Yeah. Very first thing, like off air, you said, like you, your roommate was like kind of saying like, hey, I'm, I'm don't guessing, blow it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> you're He's, a blow. Hater. He's a hater. He's a hater. <laughs> but how do you think you've been? I mean, this is, you can, can kind of put this in the category of like, um, this is in your back pocket of when stress is kind of rising because yeah. You said you weren't you you weren't super comfortable in this type of setting, but we're a half hour in. How do you how how do you how would you review your thirty minutes? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's going pretty well. Mm-hmm. It's definitely like I don't know, kind of you guys. Part of your message is you know, don't be afraid to kind of try new things, like jump into it as something new. So this is kind of that for me, and I mean, I've enjoyed being on it so far. I think yeah. it's been nice. it's been good. So. What's cool too. Uh, Andrew and I were talking about on the podcast the other week is we really want to start challenging ourselves just to see how we respond and see how we grow. I would say like you're you're really representing that right now as far as just like throwing yourself out there and getting it going. And I think 
you know, you probably should start doing more of these podcasts on, I would even say on other people's platforms because it's going to reinforce your why every single time you tell that story. Mm -hmm. And one thing I do want to make note of or make it very known is you have been um, very inspirational to us throughout this process of being an entrepreneur and like just following you on these social media platforms and communicating with you um, because we see you pushing yourself and we're like, oh, Scott's killing it right now. I love that he's doing that. Let's try to do it in our own way because that seems pretty successful. Or you're just doing something awesome and we're like, we can do the same thing. We have to just stay confident in ourselves. So thank you for just like always being oh, consistent with, yeah, no, it's awesome. And I, and I want everyone to know this and our marketing interns probably have felt this. This marketing intern spotlight is to show that every single person has an innate ability to be a motivator and influencer and an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. whether they believe it or not, it's inside them. And we're just trying to unlock that yeah. and show them that they can do it. And not everyone's doing it the same way. And your way is very unique and it's been really cool following your track and I'm excited to see where you're headed. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. I think too, like, um, I had a, I don't know. I had a post today about just like collaboration in general. And I think definitely if you're working on maybe a brand, it's, so useful to kind of connect with other people doing something similar just in the fact like i mean other than like our promoting one another we don't really like our actual product doesn't really cross over that much Mm -hmm. but i think we're in such a like similar situation just like being able to brainstorm together like bounce off some stuff i know me and declan have kind of talked over ideas before yeah it's really valuable so yeah it's fun to just be able to talk to someone who's going through a similar situation which is pretty much our podcast at this point is like connecting with the people who are going through that same grind every day and i like the fact that we bring out the fact that it's not always like yachts millions of dollars and just a perfect life you know i think in going off of that you know andrew and i have failed multiple times in the last two weeks have what was the uh what's been your like biggest failure it's overall um, I mean, I've, I've definitely had a lot of stuff that I just like shouldn't have done. I'd, I'd say probably just being in, a little impulsive and just kind of doing stuff without like researching enough. Um, one thing I've definitely learned is just like organization is like really critical. So I'm not that organized naturally and it kind of like bites you as far as bookkeeping and stuff like that. So I would say that, um, if you want a specific event i ordered like i don't know probably like 50 something shades for tommy johnny two years ago and they came like three weeks after it was over mm. so that's <laughs> like that's a good one i guess you know yeah not, and then after that i'm guessing you made sure to pre-order all supplies oh, yeah. well in advance to make sure it got in time yeah you got a plan a long, it was a learning experience <laughs> you got a plan yeah um but we plan and we always plan with this final question Ooh, good transition go. thank you the final question is, what did you learn today? So this is a frame point of when you woke up to right now when they're in this recording. What did you learn today, Scott? Um, I'd, I'd say, like, one thing I definitely learned was just a little bit about, like, the process of how a podcast works. I mean, it's kind of, it makes sense that I'm, I mean, I'm on one right now, but just, like, how you guys kind of set up your stuff, you know, um, just kind of the pace they move at. So I guess I learned a little more about podcasting. Right on. Yeah. Excellent. Do you feel like you're on cloud nine? Like, would you just want to do this all the time? Yeah, it'd be fun. Have me, have me on again. <laughs> Maybe you start your own podcast. Come up with your own idea. Yeah, but, uh, we'll leave that to you. All right, let's do it. Mm-hmm.